You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. everyone you're listening to episode two of standard definition my name is aaron and with me as always is mitch you love me you know me (laughs) what's going on man so uh just to bring everybody up to date this is the second time that we are recording this episode because the first time around my computer took a dump (laughs) it literally overheated when we had about five minutes to go Right, last, yeah. Five minutes left of our, of our podcast. We were over an hour of material, and it just overheated, took a dump, and lost all the audio. We were on a roll. It, it's, it was great. I was <laughs> so happy. We were wrapping it up, and I was like, all right, so... And all of a sudden... <laughs> all of a sudden, I wasn't there anymore. I looked up, and my computer just shut off. I was like, oh, good lord. So, what are we here to talk about today? We are here to talk about The Flash, circa 1990. Circa 1990, that's right, kids. Not The Flash that's on TV now, which is miles and miles better (laughs) than the 1990 version. Um, Dude, I... The 1990 yeah, exactly. version of the Flash. Yeah, I'm I'm speechless at just how how much I did not like it. I I try we you know because of this show that we're doing, we have to watch the entire first season of whatever we're you know whatever the show is about. Whatever so, we're talking about, right? Whatever we're talking about. Well, we I Mitch and I both had to watch the entire first season, which was the only season. So we had to watch the entire series <laughs> of The Flash 1990, which I think it was only about 20 episodes, but honestly, it felt like 200 episodes. Oh, good lord. 40 40 <laughs> minutes. Okay, let's talk about that first pilot episode, which is an hour and like 36 minutes I believe something like that that thing seemed to go on all day <laughs> it dragged so much and it just was terrible from beginning to end <laughs> so bad have you ever seen a movie that's really long but you enjoyed it so much that when the movie's over you're like whoa it's over already oh my gosh holy crap that movie was two hours long it seemed like only you know 15 minutes this is the exact opposite the very yeah. first episode Told- the pilot episode hour and a half standard movie length when it was over i thought i thought the entire day had passed i was like oh my gosh we still had to go grocery shopping today what are the kids doing <laughs> we forgot to feed them you know it just seemed like so much time had passed from the time that we started watching it until the time that it so- ended Totally. I, uh, the same way I felt with, uh, I mean, I, I that's how I felt when it came to, um, the or that's not how I felt, but I, I, I watched The Martian over the weekend, and that movie w- was over two hours, but it went by fast. I thought it was an incredible movie, so this is the exact opposite. Right. Just some, some things are like that. If You know, they say time flies when you're having fun. Well, this this one uh, this hour and a half long pilot seemed like a three hour pilot, just because I was I was not having fun when when it first started. I was like, hey, you know, this is cool. Oh, hey, you know, th- there's the there's 
Christina McGee. Oh, hey, The Flash. Well, what's up with his suit? Why is it so big and bulky and weird? <laughs> the Flash is supposed to be a runner, not a lifter. I, what, that, what's going on? I know and that's completely just, what I was talking about. Like, it it makes no sense to have this overset, over muscled, like beef dude <laughs> to be there as the Flash. The Flash should have a more of a svelte kind of uh, body frame, the body of a runner. It makes more sense. Why is he huge? And then every time he throws a punch, it just looks terrible. <laughs> he can't move in that stupid suit. And speaking of throwing a punch, the Flash is supposed to be the fastest thing alive. Why is it that he's get constantly getting punched by people that don't have superpowers? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. He's got, He really doesn't know how to use his powers. And it, It's like every time they, they, they showed... Uh, him using his his powers to do mundane things like pick up his apartment or uh, find things in a room. It's like it took forever. Like these, it, they show him being blurry and doing these things, but it's like the same speed that anybody could have done. <laughs> right, right. Like um, I think he, what did he make a bowl of cereal, and it took him, you know, to to pour the cereal, to pour the milk, and put a spoon in it. I think it took him like. 15 seconds that's about how long it takes me to pour a bowl of cereal <laughs> that's exactly except right. he did it while blurry any sense yeah he's, except he's, he did he's it doing while everything blurry. the same speed that he would if he didn't have superpowers yeah it's i don't understand so so i think uh it's good it's safe to say that uh neither one of us really enjoyed this show right and I... uh that's our first topic Usually, did we enjoy it? Yeah. First topic is, did we enjoy it? I no, I did. I did not. A big resounding no. I mean, when we were kids, it was the only thing on, the only thing that we had for uh, superhero television. It was coming off the, you know, coming off the fact that it was uh, Batman 1989 had been a big movie, and you can see the influence in this show from from that movie. You have Danny Elfman doing the score. Right, you had Danny Elfman doing the score, and the uh, production was very, like, the cinematography was very, like, noir style. Kind right. of like the 1989 Batman. Yeah, everything was super dark, and, you know, everything was really campy. It's just, it, you could see the influences, and they were like, oh, well, this movie did really well. Why don't we make a TV show and, and call him The Flash? <laughs> Yeah, the only problem with that is that people liked, people liked Batman. The people liked the Batman movie. I, I don't know what it was about the Flash show. Just it's it's like they tried to make it too much like Batman, and it just it just ultimately failed because I think just the way Batman was made. I don't know if it was just a Tim Burton thing or Michael Keaton or whatever, but this they did. It's like they did everything wrong. Yeah, exactly, and uh, that's pretty much how I felt. I mean, it's just episode after episode of the show, the only redeeming parts, I would have to say, are some of the side characters, um, and most of them were terrible, too, but really, it, it's, the, the cameos or the guest stars were the, really the only thing, because John Wesley Shipp, as, as Barry Allen the Flash, was just two cheesies and this show was just so 90s it's like everybody's wearing these long trench coats and uh it, it's the middle of summer <laughs> i don't i don't understand yeah, why and, everybody's got these long ass coats on yeah and when when barry allen's not wearing his his costume he's wearing parachute pants <laughs> apparently he was gonna hammer time his way out of there <laughs> apparently <laughs> it's yeah and so I, okay so one of the one of my bigger problems with this movie or this show also is that uh Barry Allen is supposed to be a forensic scientist. He's supposed to be working with the Central City Police Department. And right. almost he doesn't he, it's almost like he doesn't understand science at all. He's supposed to, right. I don't think they do anything in this lab that's actually sciencey. <laughs> yeah, like when when he 
Would he realize that when he runs really fast that his sh- clothes were shredding to pieces? He didn't understand why. They, um, <laughs> Christina McGee basically had to explain to him how wind resistance and friction works. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, <laughs> you would think that's like, that's, that's high school. That's junior high level science right there. Right, exactly. And, you know, I, I understand this is, this is before uh, TV shows like CSI were on air or Forensic Files, so the the viewing public doesn't really understand what uh, forensic science is, but you had an opportunity in making this show to show what forensic science, science is, and they totally dropped the ball. The, the guy barely knows how to take a fingerprint, let alone DNA swabs. Yeah, and... And for people working in forensics and working with DNA and blood samples and stuff, I I have I had yet to see them in their lab wearing gloves. <laughs> and as, as somebody that's a somewhat of a germaphobe, that's that that's all I can think of when they're you know holding petri dishes and whatnot. I'm like. Put your damn gloves on. You're going to catch something. You're going to get streptococcus or something. <laughs> Let alone contaminate evidence. Right. I don't, I don't understand. Hey. But, you know, I guess... I guess... Um, I guess the people of the 90, the early 90s, the TV watchers of the early 90s, were very naive when it came to stuff like that. I, I guess so. So, it was... Maybe, I mean, maybe we're... We, we were just naive back then when we watched it too but it's just it's hard to believe that this show made it onto air let alone made the whole first season I understand why it got cancelled after the first season but right. it got a whole season yeah it got a it got a whole season and what's up with 23 episode season that's that's crazy I mean if it's okay I Dude, I'm just I'm speechless when it comes to this show, just because I don't I don't see how it lasted. I don't see how it lasted that long. How could we have 23 episodes of this and Firefly was canceled? <laughs> well, that's the difference between 1990 and 2004 when Firefly was out. I think so. Yeah. So I mean, even now we don't get we. There's not too many shows that get 23 episodes in a season. Most of them get. 13. The, the new Flash, the new Flash had 22 episodes, I believe. That's true. That's because it's on CW, and CW still does more of a traditional uh, TV season. They have their fall season, they have their spring season, and uh, they just play reruns in the summer. This is what right. this is what uh, the networks used to do back in the day. Now they are constantly coming up with summer programming, winter programming, you know, in between programming. So they they don't play reruns all that often. They just come up with new shows or uh, new new uh, fill-in shows so that they can, they'll see if it works or not. I, I'm pretty sure it's probably because, you know, during pilot season, they they pay for all these shows to get made, so many episodes, and they just want to get them out there since they already paid for them. Right. That, that makes sense. But they've been on point lately. I mean, the... I don't know if it's just because... I, you know what? I'm not. It's not because I'm just comparing it to the, the 1990 Flash, but... The the current Flash that's on CW, it's incredible. I love it. I I watched I watched every episode probably within a week, um, and I was bummed when the last episode aired. And finally, I got to watch the season premiere last week, and I totally dug it. And um, it sucks because what I like I like discovering shows after it had already aired about a season or two, so I could binge watch two or three seasons in a, in a row. Well, I discovered Flash in between the first and second season. So I binge-watched the entire first season. Second season, I only got one episode. And now I have to wait like everybody else each week. <laughs> Just like everybody else, it. you got to wait a, from week to week. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to have to do that. Such a, <laughs> such a bummer. Well, you know, that's, that's just the way that the cookie crumbles, I guess. <laughs> I, so I do what, like... What, okay. Well, go, go ahead. ahead. I, was, well, I, I, was I do. Go on to the I next do question. like how the how the new. I know we're not really talking about the new Flash right now, but I do like how the new Flash incorporates characters from the old 1990 Flash, uh, like Trickster. They had Mark Hamill in both. I loved it. I, that was such that was such a great idea how they did that. And then uh, Tina McGee, 
She plays Tina McGee, but instead of wor- working for Star Labs, she works for Mercury or whatever it's called. Yeah, Mercury um, Labs. Mercury Labs. And, Which is uh, funny because, was, you know, speedster Mercury. So he's still, it's, she's, it, it, I do like all the, these, yeah, and John, you were about to say John Wesley Ship plays Barry Allen's father now instead of being Barry Allen as he was before. It, it, yeah. It, this, uh, Greg Berlanti seems to be doing that a lot with a lot of these shows. Um, we have, he's going to be the, the showrunner for, or the producer for, uh, uh, Supergirl also, and we have Helen Slater, who was the original Supergirl in the movie, going to be playing right. Supergirl's mother, is along with Dean Cain, who played Superman in the '90s during the Lois and Clark years, and he's going to be Supergirl's father. So it's 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 cool to that I, they're yeah, bringing these old so things awesome. up. I love that, and I think I think the new, I mean, I, th- I think the new Supergirl looks looks pretty awesome. Well, yeah, I think I think the the promotions for that looks really good. Um, Another thing that I thought was pretty, and this isn't neither, uh, well, this isn't about Flash, but uh, Gotham, uh, the new uh, show on Fox, they had introduced a character by the name of Jerome, and uh, the big, um, the big uh, idea is that he might be the Joker as a child. Well, in this last episode, uh, he at the beginning of the. Or at the end of the episode, he takes over this charity event, and he's dressed up in this magician's outfit, and he's got a, a top hat on, and he's got this fake goatee beard thing, and he's got the cape and coattails. And then when we were watching uh, Flash 1990, uh, the first episode that the Trickster's in, uh, which is played by Mark Hamill, he is introduces himself as a magician. He's got this top hat on, this fake beard goatee thing cape and right. coattails and if you take a look at this Jerome character in the Gotham show he very much takes his Joker-esque performance from Mark Hamill's Joker performance in uh, Batman the Animated Series so in a roundabout way they're still kind of playing homage to Mark Hamill who was the trickster you know <laughs> yeah and he was great as the trickster in the new Flash in the old Flash his acting was great but the the costume and everything it was so over the top and ridiculous. I was like, oh my gosh, please let this episode end. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it was it was really over the top and the, the everything about it was just so over the top. I mean, he's got these extravagant devices and then this outfit that's so colorful and oh the the last episode is uh the trial of the trickster and right. the whole you know dressing up like the judge and oh it was, it was so all over the place yeah it was it was pretty com- it was pretty convoluted <laughs> it's almost like you had to be on cocaine just to follow the show well it is it, it was coming off the you know the end of the 80s so <laughs> i'm pretty sure people were pretty coked out so what what did what did you like about the show we, we, did... we talked about what we didn't like which is pretty much everything what I did mean... we like like I said, I thought a lot of the like like Mark Hamill as a trickster was was a good part of the show. Um, the doctor who plays the Nightshade was a good part of the show. Um, just a lot of the guest stars and the guest appearances were the things that were able to keep me interested at some parts of, of the show. Like and maybe there were a few episodes that were pretty good, like. Uh, the Ghost in the Machine was a good episode, which is the the Nightshade ep- one of the Nightshade episodes from the season, and the idea of this guy who in the fifties cryogenically freezes himself, come, wakes up in the nineties, and he realizes that all the things that he was predicting in the fifties about television and radio waves and frequencies and stuff came true. He just he couldn't do his plans back then because they weren't invented yet. Hmm. I may I may have uh, been in the bathroom during that episode. That's okay. It's, I just I like that's those are the things that I thought were were somewhat interesting from the show, but not enough to make me actually enjoy watching again. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm honest. I'm trying to think about what I liked from the show. Um, I liked I liked the suit. It was bulky and it did look like velvet, but the suit did look cool. I mean, it was, you know, the bright red, or a dark red, actually, with the 
the emblem on his chest and the light the you know on his ear the bolts on his ears and stuff it it looked cool if it wasn't so velvety and it wasn't so bulky i think they airbrushed a lot of his muscles in and i know there was padding because there's no way anybody's shoulders look like that especially when he moves his arms <laughs> up and down they still look cool. oh yeah they didn't flex at all but but the suit itself well, looked looked pretty badass they but did say that they made again, four they suits. did cost yeah, they cost twenty five thousand bucks a piece. Right, exactly. They made four suits, twenty five thousand bucks a piece, and they did mold it off of his body. But yes, the outside was definitely uh, airbrushed and padding because you. There's lots of times in this show when John Wesley Ship isn't wearing a shirt and he doesn't have abs like the Flash has abs. Right. <laughs> so it. it they, they took a lot of liberty. But the thing was, I, the one thing about the suit is that it's very uh, comic accurate. It's, it, it looks exactly like the suit that, well, not Barry wears, but that Wally West, the second Flash, wears. Because he, uh, or I guess he should be the third Flash, because Jay Garrick's the first. But, yeah, Jay Garrick. But he is um, the, it, 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 it does look a lot like that, other than the fact that it's velvet looking for some reason. I guess yeah, they just didn't I, want to go with spandex. Ba- Batman yes. nineteen eighty nine didn't do spandex; they did hard hard rubber. So I guess they were like, "Well, we can't do hard rubber this time. Let's do velvet, <laughs> crushed velvet." Yeah, we we want the Flash to be able to move his head left and right. <laughs> I guess that's what it was. <laughs> so, and another thing I did like was that it did only last one season. So it, I don't have to watch more of it. No, we yeah exactly. <laughs> we don't have to. No one has to put that on on the world. Put that out there. <laughs> but it, you know what? That's not fair though. It, it entertained me when I was a kid. I liked it when I was a kid. Just because I'm like a critical, you know, I'm being critical as an adult, and there's so much other stuff to compare it to. And yeah, but you, you see, know, think, you think about this. This was a primetime show on Fox. Uh, you can't just appeal to just kids. I mean, this show had to have had to have at least appealed to the rest of, uh, the rest of the family, and yeah. I can only see that this show would be appealing to uh, kids under the age of fourteen, because otherwise it's not going to be interesting. Uh, Dad's not going to want to sit here and watch it. Mom's definitely not going to want to sit there and watch it unless she's really into shirtless John Wesley Ship, which I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but uh, older siblings are, aren't going to care. I mean. It, he is a poor man's Bruce Campbell. So, <laughs> well, no one has a, has a chin like Bruce Campbell. Is it's the chin that conquered Hollywood? It is. <laughs> but okay, so speaking of, we were talking about how much the suit costs. How about how much production costs on the show? How much each was episode? The each episode, the one of the reasons why they canceled it, besides the ever moving time slot which they were fighting with um the simpsons and the cosby show and then they moved it to a different night and it was just getting confusing for people that they couldn't keep the ratings up but besides that each episode costs a million and a half dollars oh, and i guess back this, in i mean was this show crap, on cbs it was on cbs oh i said fox earlier okay it was cbs that's right um but okay so i i know a million and a half dollars is a lot of money but I don't know how much it was for 1990s money, and I don't know how much how that compares to today's shows. Like I don't know how much an episode of The Flash costs now, but apparently back then it was enough to make it only last one season until they, you know, pulled the plug. Oh, I'm definitely gonna say that a million and a half in 1990 was a lot of money. It's I remember there was a show on, and I'm I'm, I'm absolutely positive it was Fox's time, but in the early 2000s called Fastlane, and it had Bill Bellamy, uh, Amber Thiessen, and um, Peter Fashionelli, and that show was like, I think they, it cost them uh, almost two million an episode to make, and that only lasted a season two because of its high um, cost, and that was in the early 2000s, so. 1990, yeah. 1.5 million is, is going to be a lot. And now I see YouTube videos made by just regular YouTubers that can do special effects way better than they could back <laughs> then. I think back then they had to have like crazy ass server farms and, you know, industrial light and magic and all the, you know, Lucasfilm, all these different companies like 
you know, on standby just to do their special effects or something. But nowadays, you you know, out of the box with Windows, you can download, you can get free like movie software and make some pretty pretty awesome looking stuff. And so it's it's pretty crazy that you know the stuff that you could do nowadays. Like, okay, remember Michael Jackson's uh, music video uh, Scream back in mid nineties? Right. Apparently, that yep. was the most expensive music video ever made. It was something like. To the tune of like seven million dollars or some crap like that. Wow. But yeah, and nowadays, I can I can make I could probably make something equivalent in um in Adobe After Effects. You know, I've I've seen music videos from um from local local bands here in town that have better production value than than those from back well, then. So I, it just shows I, you know technology nowadays you could do some crazy stuff. I have an idea. I want you. I want to remake. The scream video, shot for shot, then with me as Michael Jackson. Let's do that. that that's, <laughs> that's, next on our, that's next on our list. All right, cool. Well, see, you talking pre- about special I'm... effects though. The the special effects in this show were so cheesy and so terrible in comparison to the show that we talked about last week, uh, My Secret Identity, where they had a lot of the same things of of electricity and super speed and and flying. The only thing on that show that looked bad was when he was flying in front of a green screen and and other than that the special effects in that show looked pretty good in comparison yeah how how is it that you get a tv show like my secret identity which is a 20 minute 21 minutes with commercials without commercials you know show where this kid has super speed he can fly or float or whatever um and all the other powers that he has so not his his only power isn't to run, but the special effects on this show of him running look better than a TV show special effects where all the guy does is run. Right, his, that... his speed his speed is his only his his only thing, and he they don't get it as good as My Secret Identity does. And and another thing is that My Secret Identity was a syndicated show, whereas uh, uh, the Flash was. Uh... A network television show so they buy that alone the flash should have more money to do special effects whereas my secret yeah, identity and, wouldn't have any and my secret identity came out a year earlier when they had <laughs> even worse technology you know computer wise or special effects or whatever to to do the running effects and yet it looked incredible Right, exactly. So that's it. Baffled me that this the show was so terrible in spe- in the special effects area. I mean, this is a show that's obviously a, a, a superhero TV show. So sci-fi should be your main part of this program. You should have put a lot into that budget. I don't know where they put money into into the show. I guess into the suit. <laughs> it probably all went up their noses. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll we'll totally do this show. We'll call it. It's it's, it's a flash. It's based off a of comic book, so it doesn't matter what we do. No one cares about comic books, man. It's not like there's going to be a big industry for that anytime. Yeah, yeah nobody reads <laughs> comic books, man. Just, we'll, we'll do it. We'll make the suit. We'll make the suit look like velvet. And I should buy a boat. Yeah, let's buy I a boat. Definitely and buy then, a boat. Oh, back to the show. Uh, yeah, and you can run fast. And oh, don't worry about the production. You know, we'll you just. Hang on a second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we got we got to play out that whole scene. That was that was pretty good. <laughs> that was that was improv classes, right? No, it wasn't. I'm, I'm lying. That's three years of Juilliard, right there, buddy. <laughs> this is not true. So, Neither Aaron nor I have gone to Juilliard. <laughs> I I don't even know how to spell Juilliard. So what does that tell you? Um, okay, so next on the list of, is what we what didn't we like, but I think we already covered that because there was so much that we didn't like. We probably we tended to to Aaron? talk about that first. Um, okay, plot. It says discuss Come plot on. holes. That's next on the list. Um, plot so, holes. Are you there? Yes. Okay, I didn't hear anything you just said. Okay, what was the last thing you heard me say? Um. You said uh, we've gone over a lot of what we didn't like. Okay. Um, okay. So we we went over a lot of what we didn't like. Um, that sh- that that was that's next on the list. Um, but we 
we actually did that first because there was so much that we didn't like that we just right off the bat let's talk about what we hated about this um so next on the list is the plot holes um what are some plot holes in this show that that were just bothering you okay we only have an hour to do this podcast i don't think we want to go into how many plot holes this show had (laughs) i think just just talking about the first episode it doesn't make sense that this the main villain pike uh or nicholas pike he used to be a cop and not only was he a cop he was uh jay garrick not jay garrick i'm sorry jay allen barry allen's older brother partner and what did he do he wrote the handbook on how to be a police cop on a motorcycle because apparently you need a special handbook for just being on a motorcycle cop <laughs> i think it's, they give those away at the DMV. i think they give those away at the dmv oh good you know because i was i was wondering what i needed to do to be a police cop on a motorcycle yeah just go to the dmv and pick up one of their pamphlets it tells you everything <laughs> and it, it was, and it's written by that pike guy so <laughs> I mean, it's just it's so it's so contrived that it just it was it was hard to watch. It was ridiculous. Right. Other yeah, plot holes. Go ahead. No, just I wouldn't call it plot holes, but I think just the laziness of the writing. Really, every single episode before anything has happened, it's just you get a good ten minutes of exposition. So like <laughs> that just was completely unneeded because they pretty much had to spoon feed us what's going on like we're idiots. Um, right, like I can't even think what, of any. That's what, uh, what Barry Allen's friend Julio's for there for basically just to give exposition dialogue. Oh yeah, like hey, hey Barry, isn't that that guy that you went to high school with that fell into the vat of chemicals and blah blah blah? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. it's retarded. It's it's bad. It's 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 really bad. So, all right, celebrity. So candy yeah, it's though. just it's a lot more just lazy writing and and bad storytelling. It's it maybe not plot holes so much, um, but it's it, it, a lot of things just didn't make didn't make sense. Where did he, where does he get all the money to to feed himself? They, they constantly show him eating everything all the time, and yet he he doesn't. He, you see him paying, but you don't. Where does he get all the money? Because he's always eating out. It's not like he's always he's cooking stuff. Yeah, and you know he's a forensic scientist, but of all the times I've seen him in his lab, I've never seen him do any work. He's just there with Julio, and Julio doesn't work either. He's either eating or sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's pretty much they're in their lab waiting for uh, the lieutenant to come by and be like, "Hey, you guys don't do anything anyway, so just come with us to the crime scene." It's like. <laughs> Once again, we come back to they have no idea what forensic scientists do or crime scene investigators do. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Um, so next on the next on the list is uh, celebrity cameos, and there's a lot. And and obviously they weren't celebrities then; they were um, just up and coming actors. But you watch it now, and you're like, wow, Angela Bassett is in an episode. She plays a small part of. A girl that has her memory taken away from her because they want to frame her husband for killing her in a car explosion so that they can make more money off of her recordings as a singer. Yeah, it's convoluted, but it's it's completely ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, didn't you also say that Brian Cranston is in an episode? Brian like, Cranston is he a, an extra or something? I mean, he, no, he has a line, but I, like that's about it. It's 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 it's, it's ridiculous. He, I mean probably one of the better actors of our time right now and he's got one line in this show in this terrible terrible show um of course mark hamill who played the who played james jesse or aka the trickster right um you know he was he was a celebrity back then and he's still one now but i mean the fact that he he is on the show i mean that's that's pretty good that's he's one of he's one of my favorite things about the show right exactly um, another one is uh, Richard Belzer is is a constant guest star on the show, and you know every, most people know him now as more as Detective Munch from uh, you know uh, was it Homicide and Law and Order and all those things. So he has he has a part in the show as Richard Klein, I think. Is what his, his Joe, name is? Joe Klein. 
Joe Klein. Okay, Joe Klein. Yeah. Joe Klein, the basically the newscaster or the the Bill O'Reilly of Central City. He, he just has right. a talk show where he he's basically telling us the audience what's happening in Central City that day so that we're caught up. Spoon feeding us, basically. Yeah, spoon feeding, like you said earlier. <laughs> um, Joyce Heiser from uh, just one of the guys. Who was my celebrity crush back in the '80s? Before I was even in, before I even liked girls, um, I remember watching just one of the guys and then seeing her boobs, and I instantly went through puberty. <laughs> that's you know that's that's what the the '90s were for. PG-13 movies were allowed to have bare breasts in them, and it was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I think I think just one of the guys came out in eighty five or eighty six. Oh, that's right, eighties. So, so well, I was five or six at the time it came out. But when I saw it, I was probably eight or nine. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I instantly grew chest hair. I was like, I was like, oh crap! <laughs> saw that movie and instantly my voice dropped a couple octaves. It did. <laughs> it was like, oh my uh, gosh, she's about to take off her shirt. <laughs> It's like, hey, oh, I'm watching this. Holy crap. <laughs> so, Joyce, if you're out there uh, she plays a... to this, I just want you to know that we like to thank you from many a uh, young preteen adolescent boy that you made our lives with that movie. Thank you very much. And thank if you, you could please email us. <laughs> That would that would that would be fantastic. Or tweet at, tweet at us that that would make our day. Um, <laughs> she played she played Megan Lockhart, who was uh, Barry Allen's love interest for a little bit, but she was also the love interest of the trickster. Well, she she wasn't interested in him. He was obsessed with her. Right, exactly. Um, and she was a private investigator that was hired to figure out who Flash's a secret identity was, and she did. She was smart enough to do it. Not that it really would have took any <laughs> real investigating to figure out, because Barry wasn't great at, at keeping his secret, but um, he, she did figure it out on her own, and, and I think that intrigued Barry, so that's why they ended up having the, um, the romantic tryst. Yes. Um... Next is Jerry Ryan, Miss Seven of Nine from Voyager. She was in the show, <laughs> and you know that's funny because I mean she's a very she's a very big part of sci-fi culture, geek culture, I guess you'd say now. Um, to know that she was in an episode of Flash back in the day, that was that I don't know if that would help or hurt your cred at this point. <laughs> Seriously. Any other celebrity uh, cameos that you can think of? Those are all the ones I had written down. Yeah, that's that's all I can think about right now. I mean, I, like I said, there's there's plenty of them because it's people that you didn't know that were celebrities, or the people back then they weren't celebrities and they are now. Right. Um, let's see. Next, uh, next on the list is does it hold up? Do you think the show holds up, Mitch? Uh, I think we've we've said repeatedly uh, with our bad our bashing of this show that it does not hold up. Everything from but parachute the acting, pants are coming back. What? what? Parachute pants are coming back. Dude. <laughs> well, that's true. Fashion is cyclical, and I believe they already came back once, and they went out the window again. So I don't know. It might be a couple. It might be another decade before they come back again. Okay. <laughs> so, in about another decade, when parachute pants come back, you should let somebody watch the Flash and see if they see if they enjoy it. You know that might that might not be a bad idea. Then again, you know the kids these days they like they like liking things just ironically. So this show might be great to them because there's a lot of things not to like about this show. <laughs> do you think? Do you think in 25 years from now, um, we'll watch? episodes of the newest flash the 2014 flash and bash it like we are the 1990 flash bash it no laugh at it yes i think there will be things that will be like oh i can't believe that was like really cool back then but i think storytelling wise the show the the new flash show uh will hold up pretty well i i have to agree it's it's currently one of my favorite shows on tv right now 
that's good um, that's 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 pretty awesome to hear i'm glad you're enjoying it yeah it's 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 excellent what it's funny because i hadn't i had only seen the pilot episode before i started watching the 1990 flash the you know our assignment oh for really two weeks <laughs> yes in between episodes of old flash i would throw like i think it was a three to one ratio i would watch one episode of the old flash and then watch two or three episodes of the new flash and then go back to the maybe that might be why i don't like it as much because i would watch the new one and you know new technology excellent casting excellent acting I'm like oh man this is great and then all of a sudden i have to watch the old one like oh my gosh this is so painful that, watch I mean, a couple episodes, and then I get back to the new one. I'm like, man, this is fantastic. I don't ever want to watch the old one again. But I have to for our listeners. So then I would watch watch it. And, I uh, can see where that that might it might have that effect on you. But then again, I didn't watch it that way. I watched the 1990 Flash, just binged it through it, and and I I still came up with the same results. So, but I mean, I had already watched season one of the Flash back when it was on. Yeah, or season one of the new Flash. Right. So it's it. You know, I just think that I mean, just like we've said before, it's my secret identity. We watch that; it holds up. So it can't be the fact that the new technology is better. It's just this show was not good. The storytelling was not good. Yeah, and it was uh, the campiness. Okay, so the production, the cinematography was very noir. Like I said, like very '89 Batman. But the campiness was very Schumacher Batman. Just very over the top and very ridiculous. That's like, true. Yeah, very like true. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze campiness. <laughs> Everybody chew! <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> that was pretty good, dude. Terrible. <laughs> Um, all right, so I, we could probably skip this question. If rebooted, who will the cast be? Yeah, well, I don't. We, I, yeah, we don't need. There's to, already a new one, and I think the cast is excellent. I I love the cast. I I think um, I think Iris West is awesome. I I, I love Joe. I think uh, Eddie Eddie is um, Eddie Thawne. Um, I I love Tom Cavanaugh and everything Tom Ka- Tom Cavanaugh's in. I, he's I, I'm a big fan of his. I liked him in Ed. Um, I like him on his other podcast, on his podcast that he has with Michael Ian Black called Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. Um, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's Tom Cavanaugh is pretty uh, great. I love his snarky yeah. humor. Yeah, he's awesome. And as Harrison Wells, I know he, I know he's the reverse Flash, but the way that he interacts with Barry and the way he interacts with um, everybody else on that show, it's you could tell deep down that he has feelings for them, that he loves them, and stuff like that. That's really hard to portray unless you're a fairly decent actor. Um, so I yeah I I really like Tom Cavanaugh a lot. Um, the the guy that plays I, I I'm I'm dumb I forgot his name but the guy that plays Flash play, oh, Grant plays Gustin. Barry Allen yeah Grant Gustin um he's excellent. I, I think he did such a great job on Flash. I can't think of anybody else that I would want to be Flash because not only is he built like a speedster, um, I mean, those aren't real, but if I had to imagine what a speedster would be built like... <laughs> well, he's built he's like a built, runner, and that's what, you know... He's built like, like a runner. Yeah, exactly. No, and I get you. I get that. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about Grant Gustin being the Flash. I, I, I mean, I like his performances so far. I think he's doing a good job with the show. I think there might have been someone out there that had been better. I couldn't tell you who it is, but... I'm okay with him, so I'll give you that. Yeah, he's he's good. I, I like him a lot. Um, I, I I like the I like the um, the relationships between characters, like between Joe and Barry. Um, yeah, between... his, their father son relationship is is really is really good, and I liked how, like you were bringing up earlier, the father-son relationship that uh, Kavanaugh kind of started having with Grant Gustin, or I should say, you should say Wells and, and, and Barry, but like with his obvious, I actually want to kill Barry, but he he's sitting there, he's teaching him, he's teaching him, 
how to use his powers. Yeah, it's for his own benefit because he needs Barry to learn how to use his powers. But he, he, you can see that he he feels pride when Barry does something. Yeah, and you know, Cisco and Caitlin, you know, the oh, way he, they interact with each other, it's, it's they're great. I I I like I love the dynamic. It's like a family. It's like a family dynamic, and it's 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 a great show. I've I've so, said this before. I, I I think Cisco is my spirit animal. Like <laughs> often, Cisco's awesome. I watch episodes just just waiting for his lines because they're they're so great. Yeah, he's 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 really funny. I I love Cisco. Um. Okay, next question. Where are they now? I think we already touched on that. Uh, Amanda Pays, who played um, Tina McGee, back in the 90s, she was adorable. Her giant cow eyes, you know, she's... Her accent, she's 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 lovely. I thought she was so cute. She was so, you know, lovely actress. I thought she was awesome. And she plays Tina McGee now. Hasn't aged very well. Um... <laughs> But you know she's she's in this. That's what she's doing now. Uh, John Wesley Ship, he plays Barry Allen's dad. Um, he's Henry Allen. He's you know been in jail or prison for the past fifteen years. But you know he's he's been in he's been in the show as his dad, and his acting has gotten a lot better. Um, oh, definitely, his acting has gotten much better. You know we already we already spoke about Richard Belzer. It was funny um, though that that you bring up that uh, John Lizzie Ship is 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 uh, Henry Allen now. Uh, when and I'll I'll admit this, I watched Dawson's Creek when it first came out. He played Dawson's dad also, so I was like, oh hey, that's the Flash. The Flash is is on Dawson's Creek. That's pretty cool. Now I know that both shows are crap. So, <laughs> well, uh, did you know that between. 1990 Flash and you know current Flash that John Wesley Ship has been doing a lot of Flash characters and Flash stuff since then. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, uh, what uh, Dean Cain still did a lot of Superman things, yeah, even after Lois and Clark ended. Yeah, he played he played uh, the voice of Professor Zoom on Batman: Brave and the Bold. On which one? Um, Batman, Batman, brave the brave and the bold, brave and the bold. That makes sense. Uh, and, you know, it's he, for a whole generation of people, he was an iconic voice for the Flash. So um, we are sitting here bashing it, but I, I can see that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I I think I think John Wesley Ship is 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 cool. I didn't like him in the Flash, but as an actor, I, I think he's I think he's pretty good. And he's definitely grown. He's definitely grown. Oh, definitely. Twenty-five years, you know, changes a person quite a bit, and his acting has gotten, you know, exponentially better. Right. Um, okay. Last question: Would you, uh, would you recommend this show to anybody? Uh, no. <laughs> Straight up, no. I would not recommend any of this to anybody unless they truly, truly wanted to see what what was out there back in the nineties for us to watch. <laughs> and yeah, I'm pretty I'm, sure after they I watch mean, the pilot, they'd be like, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> I, I agree. But I also have to say, don't take our word for it. Make up your own opinion. Um, oh, yeah. Just because I don't recommend it doesn't mean you shouldn't watch it. <laughs> you should, If you want to give it a try, watch it. It's it's it's. Yeah. You make up your own opinion about it. And then come yeah, back I, to us and tell us what you y- thought. Tell, call exactly. us idiots. I mean, you know, totally rant about how we don't know shit about shit. So. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Mitch, you're you're one of my best friends, and you you are very critical when it comes to movies. If I ever have any questions about a certain movie, I will ask you your opinion. I don't take your opinion to heart whether or not I'm gonna watch a certain movie, but I still like to know your opinion because of you know your how you critique movies. If I have a movie that I'm gonna watch. I'll text you and say, hey, what do you think of this? And if you say, I absolutely freaking hated it, I'll say, oh, well, I'm about to watch it. I'll let you know what I think when I'm done. I'm not I'm not going to just go, oh, well, I'm not going to watch it based on Mitch's, um, you know, uh, opinion. Opinion, yeah, exactly. And that's you know, but, that's one thing I, I try to do whenever someone asks me, what did I think of this movie or something? I don't stop it whether I liked it or whether I hated it. I try to give an example. And, uh, yeah. and then I also, since it's usually my friends that ask me, I, I try and, uh, you know, 
tailor my answer to things that I know they like. So if it's you and be like, oh, well, this is the part in this movie, they, they get into a lot of the science-y things, so I think you'll really like that part, but they also do a lot of pointless dialogue, so watch out for that. I like pointless. Well, I like dialogue. Like Kevin, uh, Kevin Smith is one of my favorite filmmakers, oh, and Kevin most Smith of his and... movies are is dialogue. And Tarantino, Tarantino, most exactly. of their movies are dialogue. And but I love dialogue. I absolutely too. love them because it's the best way. It's it's a lot. It's one of the best ways to, to get across your character. But when there's pointless dialogue, you're just like this means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. So I think we're both on consensus there that we wouldn't really recommend this for for someone to watch right but i mean we're not going to stop you if you want to watch <laughs> well, it i if... could come to your house and stop you if you wanted if you really if you really think about it but i probably won't i'm, I'm kind of lazy <laughs> and plus you have to know where you have to know where people live too so i mean oh i know where they live if some if if, if someone were to email you their home address and say i'm going to watch this whether you like it or not would you would you go stop them would uh i would probably send them a very strongly worded letter first and be like look you gave me your address so i know that this is that this you know you're going to be watching it at this place and uh here's the letter telling you not to watch it it's it's bad but are you going to send them a cease and desist letter <laughs> yes i am i'm just like uh, I'm gonna make it very official. I'm gonna go get it notarized, and then, you know, send him the cease and desist letter. Please do not watch okay. the show. It is gonna not benefit you in any way. <laughs> just, just for this, just for your sake of, have you ever had, have you ever had a, a point in time where you said, "Oh wow, I'm never gonna get those five minutes back." That's <laughs> that's how I feel with with the Flash 1990. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what, you know where I, I said that uh, most recently was watching. Um, uh, oh, good, I can't think of what that movie is now. It's uh, Mortal Instruments: City of Bones. I watched that movie, and I was like, that is two hours of my life that I'm never going to get back. And <laughs> I really, really hate that movie. <laughs> That's how I am with pretty much Uwe, any Uwe Boll movie. Although Rampage was awesome, I didn't see have you Rampage. Seen Rampage. Dude, you have to see Rampage. I, I, I mean, is it based on another video game? No, it's not. Um, okay, I could never recommend any Uwe Boll movie to anybody just because of how terrible, terrible of a filmmaker he is. Oh, they're very but terrible. Postal was decent. I thought it was funny. It was it was enjoyable, but I was like, okay, Uwe Boll, whatever. But Rampage was badass. That was that was his own. That was his own story. That was his. It's not based off a movie. He didn't he didn't destroy someone's childhood by making a video game, making a movie out of some video game that everybody loves. This is this is a movie that he wrote and directed, and I thought I thought it was fantastic. I actually saw it three times. Really? That's that's yeah. saying something right there for you. Yeah, movie. it's uh, the premise is this dude is he has a really crappy life constantly getting picked on girlfriend left him you know whatever it's been a while since i've seen it so i don't remember the exact you know um specifications of what's going on but he has a really crappy job people treat him like crap you know he goes to the coffee shop and dude makes the coffee wrong and the guy's like and he's like oh hey you, you made this wrong and the guy's like i don't give a crap i'm not making you a new one kind of thing you know he's constantly getting crapped on well, over the course of who knows how long, he's ordering little bits and pieces off the internet of, like, body armor and weapons. To eventually, <laughs> he puts all this stuff together, and he goes down the street of, like, a busy street that's in his hometown and just starts mowing down everybody. Just <laughs> boom, 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 just <laughs> destroying people, blowing up cars. He goes, he went, and, like, there's this, ch like, he's shooting everybody that he sees just going on a rampage and it's badass you know people like blood flying everywhere whatever and then there's this chick that's like cowering in this corner and he stops and he's like he takes off his mask and he's reloading and he looks at her and he's like scary huh and she's just like looking at him all terrified and as soon as he reloads flips his mask back down and just boop 
boop and shoots her and then goes into like um he goes into a hair salon and just destroys everybody it, it's it's an awesome movie it's super it's hyper violent but it is badass it's a very enjoyable popcorn movie i loved it yeah see this is gonna be one of those movies that i, I haven't even seen it and i'm gonna tell you right now that we're gonna disagree on hey that's fine that's <laughs> that is your right as an american as an american <laughs> well fair enough uh so those people out there who, who decide you know decided long ago like most of movie watching people that Yuva Ball was not a person you should watch a movie uh, watch a movie of uh, Rampage Aaron gives it Check his, it out. his uh, certification I saw it on Netflix thought it was awesome I don't know if it's still on Netflix but I'm sure you'll be able to find it fairly easily yeah imagine you can find it somewhere yeah there's so many places to watch movies now so that was The Flash 1990 next week we are gonna or, or our next episode we want to give you guys a chance to uh, put your input in. So we have four options of what Aaron and I should watch and then talk about in our next episode. Aaron has uh, your options right now. Okay. Of, of these four, we're going to watch one based on what you guys vote on. I'm going to have a poll on the website. It's going to be linked to our Facebook page. Um, you, you don't have to vote via the website or the Facebook page. You could send us an email with your vote, whatever. It's all going to get tallied up at the end. Um, since we do have only two weeks to watch an entire first season of something uh, before we record, that's why our shows are every two, every other week, um, the poll is only going to be uh, up for t- uh, 48 hours before I take it down and tally up the numbers. So, number one is Out of This World. That is Evie Garland... Um, half alien, half human, has the power to freeze time, has the power to gleep, which is to make things appear and change objects and whatnot. Um, <laughs> I totally forgot about that power. <laughs> yeah, um, amongst other things, her her dad her dad is the voice of uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, great show. I remember loving it back in the day. Um, I saw I saw a couple of reruns recently probably within the last couple years and i'm not going to tell you if i liked it or not but that's going to be one of my that's one of my one of our choices um number two is alf if you don't know what alf is please get on wikipedia look up alf go to youtube look up alf um those of you who are around our age and know what alf is that's another one of our um our episodes um number three is quantum leap Mitch, if you want to talk about Quantum Leap, that's fine with me. Uh, we don't have enough time because I would go on for days about Quantum Leap. I, I know I love it. I know, and I, I mean, I haven't watched it since it's been on air, so I can't tell you if uh, it holds up or not. But I'm gonna say it does right now. So that's why that's why this show exists exactly to find out whether or not these shows are still good that we liked. <laughs> and then last on the list is Twenty One Jump Street. Mr. Johnny Depp, Richard Grieco, Peter DeLuise, Robin Givens. Was it Robin Givens? No, it wasn't Robin Givens. It's Holly Robinson Pete. That's right. Um, Before the Pete. Yeah, before the Pete. Um, Holly Robinson. Um, Yeah. Remade into a movie. Has nothing to do with the original. But it does have a lot of the stars from the original in it, which I thought was awesome. It does. It does. So those are our four. Out of This World, ALF, Quantum Leap, and 21 Jump Street. So I think um, I think we should make it three days. should be 72 hours. Okay, 72 hours. All right. Um, from, the, from the time this gets posted, which um, because this is our second time having to record it, our original recording was on Friday night, which means that it was going to be put up on Saturday. Um, it is currently Tuesday night. It's probably going to be put up tomorrow, which is Wednesday. So we'll give everybody until Saturday. Um, what do you want? What about Saturday morning? Saturday Saturday evening? Saturday morning. Okay, Saturday morning. Um, I'm not going to tell you exactly what time because I'm just going to get up in the morning and do it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to tally all the results Saturday morning. Whatever the winner is, that's what Mitch and I are going to do the show on. And then I will announce it on the website 
um, with a screenshot and a little blurb about what it is, just like I did with the Flash. That way, you guys aren't in the dark. And if you're if you're so inclined, you can watch along with us. You can watch the first season. That way, when yeah, we haven't you know what we're talking about when we actually um, air our next episode. I'll even do I'd even do you one better if you actually get in contact with me. I will let you come watch it with me. <laughs> if, if do they have to be local, or do you want to like stream it? Be, you want to do like a mystery science theater thing? That would be awesome. But yeah, I, I'll I'll try and stream it if if we can. Just you guys can like hit play at the same time and then just hang out on Google Hangouts and just talk <laughs> about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. That's a good, that's a good idea. Um. We're here for we're here for you guys. And speaking of, we have a new forum on the website that I added last week. Um, hasn't seen much traffic yet, but then again, we are we are pretty new. We are new. Um, so if you get a chance, go to geekeliteradio.com and check out our forum. Click the forum button at the top. Register on the forum. You can talk to Mitch and I. You could talk to the other other hosts of the other shows that Mitch is in, uh, part of that that's part of Geek Elite Radio uh, family. You can. Tell us what you like, what you don't like about the shows. Uh, you can, you can talk about whatever you guys want. You can talk about movies, television, comics, sp- sports. For those of you that like sports, um, do whatever you whatever you want. It's it's we want to build a community for for Geek Elite Radio, so that way you guys have an outlet. You guys can speak to us directly. Um, you guys can be featured on episodes of our podcasts, um, whatever. And you guys can even come up with ideas for podcasts and if you if we like them you could be part of the geek elite radio network exactly and we i mean i personally love feedback good bad indifferent whatever i, I, I only like good feedback oh well see there's there's the difference between me and aaron <laughs> no it, uh, you come on there you can tell me that i'm a piece of shit that's cool too i'll i'll be like hey that's your opinion man <laughs> I would fight back tears if someone told me that. <laughs> that that's uh, you know that's to each their own. I just have, I just think that uh, I want to strike up a conversation with you because uh, I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> just getting a little creepy now. <laughs> and on and on that note, I think it's time to wrap this thing up. Let's tell people how they can get in contact with us. Um, you can go to geekleetradio.com, click on the contact us button. You could. You don't even have to open up your email app or go to you know your Hotmail account or anything because it's all right there. You type in your name, type in your email address, subject, type in your message. It goes right to us. We and we'll answer pretty much. Pretty we'll, we'll answer pretty quickly because uh, yeah, we have nothing better definitely. to do. Um, no. You can go to the forum. You can contact us that way. You register on the forum, even if you have nothing to say. Register on the forum just so we know that you're listening. Um, we have an email address sdpodcast at geekeliteradio.com um, you can go to our Facebook page um, facebook.com slash geekeliteradio you can check us out on Twitter um, my, I'm at Aaron Berrigan Mitch is what's yours Mitch? at agent underscore of the underscore bat or you can just contact us at, at geekeliteradio yeah those many different ways you have no excuse to not contact us. It's true. It, it's you almost have to go out of your way not to contact us to not contact right. us. <laughs> we're there. Mm-hmm. You you turn on your social media. You you go on the internet. We're there. So you might as well just talk to us. It's it's so easy to do it. I wouldn't be surprised if some of you contacted us by accident. <laughs> I I even I'll even go set up a PO box. So if you want to just write us a letter, we can we that will that will work too. Do you have a PO box set up already? I do actually already have a PO box set up. Um, I don't. Wait, I do have the. I think I do have it right here in front of me. If you want to send us like candy, candy, you know, pictures, you know, old fashioned pictures, whatever you want, it's uh, PO box two five five one four Yuma Arizona eight five three six seven. So there you go. Old school (laughs) might be the best school for you. Yeah, I'll put that on the website also and on the uh, Facebook page just in case. If you guys are so inclined to send us anything, if 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 you have old Nintendo games lying around that you don't need, you know, <laughs> like 
or, or like if you have any old super if you have chrono trigger you could send it to me <laughs> that's gold right there chrono trigger is an amazing game <laughs> if you have if you have super mario kart 64 just you know and you're not using it just just send it to me i'll i'll happily take it <laughs> i'll i'll give a shout out on the next episode and say hey you guys you're the best and you know what i would love paper airplanes if you could just send me a paper airplane, that'd be awesome. Okay, so that's going to be your new thing. Mitch is going to get paper airplanes in the mail now. <laughs> I might even send you a paper airplane. Yeah, I, I, I would love it. I would put it... I would hang it from the ceiling and then take pictures with it. Are you going to throw it first? Of course. Okay, just want to make sure. I don't know if you're just going to take it out of the envelope and just hang it up. <laughs> what am I, some kind of monster? Yes. <laughs> it's true, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you guys don't have to send us anything. But if you're so inclined, that's our that's our P.O. box. Um, and, you know, we have stickers. We, we're going to get T-shirts, stuff. That stuff's coming eventually, so we'll be able to send stuff back. Um, we're, we're a family. We want to we wanna have fun with you guys. We want, we want your feedback. We want to we feature you guys on our shows. You know, this isn't just a one-sided conversation. No, exactly. This is it's a many-faceted, many-faced community, and we wanna we want everybody to be involved. So, get in there, sign up for our forum, come talk to us. Yeah, and I guess that's it. That's that's it for this episode. Yep. So, it's on like that five note, days all late. I have to say is, uh, stop. Hammer time. Oh, 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 oh. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. <laughs>